Radio. Are you looking for veteran resources and peer support? Objective Zero has an app for that. Download the Objective Zero app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Access wellness resources like yoga and a free year subscription to Headspace, the world's most popular meditation app. Check out veterans resources and access our nationwide network of peer support. Speak to fellow women veterans or someone in your field and branch of service. You get to choose who you want to chat with. Learn more at www.objectivezero.org. That's www.objectivezero.org. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Bonerwood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Now, God damn it, buddy, that's just not even fair. This is Banks Talk. This is inside the nut house, man. We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting the D in the B when it comes to DV radio. Mr. Recall. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I told you it's my computer, it's not me. That's exactly how I feel. We probably had a few too many to drink, you know what <laughs> 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Can I get a thimble full of sweet baby rays, please? We don't have it. Saturday's going to be even more entertaining. Illogical. We still have the DD radio store for those wondering. Shit's still there. You can buy shit. Buying shit's good, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. You fucking got me there already. Love and military barracks talking around this motherfucker. How's your back feeling after that penis reduction? You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. Because this is how it is on DV Radio. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. We're just going to end the show when we start. Right? Alright, we're done. Thank you guys. Bye. Nope, See we're you. done. <laughs> Bye. Motherfucking windows, man. Anyway. It's because the FBI scared us. Yeah. Uh we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh ah. let's back up a second. <laughs> that is how it is right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. It's December 10th, 2022. I am Bonner Wood. And as always, if you're not listening to us live, you're listening to us on uh, podcasts anywhere, but, you know, Spotify. Spotify hates us because we're cool and they're not. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's how this works. And now it won't, you motherfucker, because it's after a certain time. I had to read, fuck you, Microsoft. Fuck you in the ass. Uh, but uh, me losing my mind <laughs> is not going to help matters. I am Bonerwood. Tonight we got a full house and I had you guys turned down a little bit, so I don't know if anybody could hear any of that. But anyway, we have with us tonight the man up in the snowy ass, back ass depths of Alaska. It's the pig man himself, Mr. Oink. Hey, freezing is the reason, folks. Freezing is the reason. Freezing is the reason. That's <laughs> our new motto. Uh, we got, we got some good news. Hopefully, if he if he doesn't mind talking about it at some point in the time in 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 the show tonight at some point in time, but it's the Crown Eating Marine himself, Psych Ward Gang CEO. I seen him. It's Sergeant Wardog. 
Half sober alert. Yes, I said half. Half sober. Half sober. Okay. So just so everybody knows, that means he ain't on acid. He's on liquid acid. All right. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Ran out of blotter paper. That's what it was. I got you. I, I'm I'm gonna have to hit up you know some foreign trade industries or something. Get you some man. Uh, at inflation, man, it's hitting hard. It's hitting hard. <laughs> hard to make him smiley face stickers these days. Um, but last but not least, we got our brother, my next door neighbor, the wood turning man himself, PTS dog Joaquin Wada. It's JJ. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I do all these great intros and this motherfucker said hi. Hi. You know what? We just gonna end it right here. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all motherfuckers. Fuck all y'all. Uh before I'm just we go worried, I'm just worried that we scared the FBI agent off. That's all. Well well before we get there, quit quit. I no, we, we've teased it them. enough. We've teased it enough. Uh before we go any further, I do I do want to welcome Miss Mayhem, Dr. Mayhem's uh, girl tonight. Uh, we don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but we can tell you, uh, you will be tested tonight. <laughs> After tonight, she'll either love us or hate us. You know how that rolls. Right, right. <laughs> But no, it's, uh, it's been a week. This is our second show this week, believe it or not. If you missed Thursday's show, you missed one hell of a fucking show. It was great. We had the general from Gen X Talks on. Uh, he stayed with us up until, uh, it was about an hour and a half. Uh, and he had to get out of here. <coughs> I still got the cough. Fuck the winter. Fuck coughing. Fuck colds. They can go die. Um, but, uh, it was a great show. Unfortunately, he did get sick. Uh, I think his wife tried to kill him. Uh, he did end up in the urgent care the other day. If you missed that live video, uh, I think it's offline right now, but as soon as it comes up, uh, it should be available everywhere. Uh, but last I heard, he was resting up. He was feeling a little bit better. Uh, Benadryl didn't help or nothing like that. I think it was some cheese or something she brought, she, she brought in that he'd never had. And apparently he was allergic to it. Uh, so, uh, hopefully he gets feeling better. Send your good vibes, prayers, whatever you do, uh, his way. And, uh, if you can go join them, genxtalks.com. You can find out where they're at, uh, join them on their movie nights on Mondays and in their discord and all that. It's, 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 they are us. They're just 99% civilian. Um, <laughs> but, but we did say, uh, Thursday that he is an honorary DB. So, uh, and he does want to come That's back right. if, and he does want right, to come yeah. back. So, um, we, we had a great show that day, uh, that day. Uh, it was kind of weird because we haven't done a day show in a very, very, very long time. Um, so it was almost like we were recording. Right. It felt like we were, were recording, not actually live. Um, but if you did join us, I hope you had fun. We'll try to do that again, uh, in, in very soon. Uh, the next, uh, quote unquote pop up show that we have is on December 31st, but and it's going to be Barry's talk anyway. So what we'll probably do since it is New Year's Eve, um, is we'll make it a Barrick's talk, Barrick's party smash up, if you will. And, uh, we'll do our, bringing in of the new year if you will so um this sunday tomorrow december 11th at 10 a.m eastern is an all new affinity protocol uh it is live this week um i believe let me make sure yes it's their holidays 
special episode, uh, and you do not want to miss out on this one. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Chris doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. I asked him, uh, I think it was Thursday after we got finished, uh, doing our show and some recordings, myself annoying, uh, what they were going to be talking about this Sunday. And he's like, I don't fucking know. We'll find out Sunday morning before we go live. I was like, Oh, so basically barracks talk, except you guys talk technology and crypto and shit. And he went, yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, that is affinity. It's like proto- barracks talk, but nerdier. Right, right. Uh, that is Affinity Protocol right here on WDVRDVRadio.net at 10 a.m. Eastern, Sunday morning, December 11th. Yes, uh, before we get into the FBI shit that JJ just wants to talk about for some reason, <laughs> even though I've already posted about it. Um, how's your guys, how's your guys week going? All right. All right. Like I said, I'm half sober. I've been half sober all week, baby. I hear you, man. I hear you. But you ain't. Ah, well, you know, we started off with a shit ton of snow, and it looks like we're going to continue that uh, next week. We're talking anywhere from 8 to 16 inches of snow uh, headed our way come Monday. So, yay fucking me. So, Jack Frost has not left Alaska, according to Hell global no. warming reports. Um <laughs> I went there. I, went I got there. you global warming. Right. Uh, JJ, how's your week been? It's been pretty good. I uh, um, went to South Carolina yesterday and made a big-ass bowl on a really nice lake. So I don't have a lot to complain about. I got you. Sold it oh, today. shit. It was nice. Uh-oh, what, hap- what happened, we're dog? Still in yes. Well, you asked about the week, and I forgot today I won the car from Battlestar Motors. I mean, goddamn, right? That is right. I, why, don't, why don't you tell us about that a little bit? I was going to ask you about it, but I was like, well, he don't want to talk about it, so I ain't going to bring it up. But since you brought it up. Oh, no. I'm very happy to put it out there. Today, Brian Fennel from Battlestar Motors, who we've had on air before, uh, came and delivered a 2006 Nissan Maxima to me because I happened to be the first veteran during their first car giveaway to win a free car. So I'm, uh, I'm on cloud nine and half sober. Like I said, God damn it. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, and if you'd like to, you can go to battlescarred.org. That's battlescarred.org. I'll have a link drop the website there in the chat and we will also have it in the description of the podcast you can find out more about them uh brian was on screw loose with uh adam ely back when uh, that was an episode um <laughs> uh, as you know Man, adam, nailing those guys down to get to re- fucking record was impossible yeah uh well adam has a lot going on with a uh, hard luck auto and stuff like that and uh I think uh, they're doing pretty good right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, no, maybe so. Anybody got any updates on them? Oh, they're great, bro. They have chapters now in multiple states. Um, you know, they're taking vets out to uh, to race the car, uh, civilian street cars that they, you know, are able to come across. And, um, yeah, they're, they're moving and they're helping the vets get their, uh, get, you know, a little bit of adrenaline junkie thing going on. By racing, man. By racing. Now that's just so everybody knows. That's battle scarred, right? Not hard luck. <laughs> no, I haven't seen them winning. Oh, I'm hard sorry, luck, but they're. I, did I confuse busy. the two? 
No, you're good. You're good. I got you. I got you. I'm probably really, really busy, and I avoid Facebook like the plague. Well, no, I can't say I avoid it like the plague because we don't avoid plagues around here. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate Facebook, so I haven't seen many updates. (laughs) What the? Alexa, shut the fuck up. Right. I'm getting. I'm getting. It's you, Alexa, now, JJ. Well, it's funny because I'm getting FBI bitches. It's funny because I'm sitting here and I'm hearing things go off, and I'm getting chat messages, so I have to turn my tablet off. And then I go over to look at my chats, and like as soon as I get over there, two more pop up, and then Alexa goes off over at JJ's house. And if you didn't know before, we were sitting here and pre-show and all of us just do our own thing during pre-show. We, we banner, we, we shoot the shit, whatever you want to call it. We hum haul around and I'm looking at the live statistics because I noticed we got two listeners in one of them's in Germany. Hey, our German listener. I don't know who you are. Uh, if you can get in chat, it would be nice to talk to you. Um, but then I see one that's near Washington. And then I was like, well, let me zoom in and I'll zoom in and I'll zoom in. And you're still there. You're listening to us right now. Earlier, they were in here at seven, eight, nine in the chat room. Um, I'm not joking. It's literally a pinpoint above the words United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. on our map. And I posted it. And uh, apparently that is our FBI watcher now or listener. Um, well, it could be a congressional staffer monitoring our activities. It could be. Because, could you be. know, because we're conservative, so we're domestic terrorists. Yes, Remember that. This, this is true. Far right wing domestic terrorists. Th- th- this is oh, very true. That's the FCC. You know it. <laughs> the FCC can B-L-O-W me <laughs> oh, yes. it's the ATF don't shoot my dog bro <laughs> oh mayhem's on a roll over here man <laughs> asking if that was the Japanese cholo story right? it might have been the Japanese cholo story now we're racist <laughs> we definitely are, according to some folk. <laughs> Speaking as somebody who qualifies as a cholo, I wasn't offended. <laughs> I that shit was funny, Holmes. <laughs> Wait, I wonder it's the Latino version of our symptom. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Hey, I should make I should make a a a shirt for JJ with yes. the with the hat and that's it. And put I seen him and a bandana and a bandana. No, 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 no. The hat, the hat, the bandana, and a beard. That way we know it's yep. JJ. <laughs> what are they? them homes? Yeah, I could put it. I could put it in Spanish. <laughs> I should put it in Spanish, man. That's what. Oh, I did you do. see that fool? <laughs> hey, you guys know you guys remember Rockabilly, right? It was a craze back in like the sixties and seventies. The tall hair and the jackets and shit, right? No joke. Rockabilly is still a thing in parts of Japan. Mm. Just look up Rock. I think it's Rockabilly Japan. Let me make sure before I. Rocket blue. Yes. Sunrise yeah. on my bandana, so it's Japanese cholo. <laughs> Here you go. I'll send. I'll send it in our uh, in our host chat, and you guys can go look at it, um, and choose whatever you want, and you can send it in our DV Radio chat on DVRadio.net. But uh, I'm not joking. 
rockabilly Japanese subculture is fucking hilarious, and it's still around today. Like, <laughs> like it looks like it looks like pictures from like the sixties and seventies upscaled into HD format. <laughs> <laughs> Because you got this one dude, his hair is like, I, I say 60s, 70s, 50s. He's got his hair so fucking tall, man. It looks like a wig. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Fuck, man. I gotta see this. You gotta love the Japanese, though. They're fucking hilarious. I love them. That's racist. They are what America used to be. They take all the cultures and they incorporate them into to their lives, you know? No, no, no. It's right. It has to be racist. So that's racist. Not if it's Japan. <laughs> right. So the SEC well, won't let me cultural, be. If it's cultural appropriation here, it has to be a cultural appropriation there. So some mm-hmm. uh, blue-haired white lady needs to stand up for rockabilly Americans and their misrepresentation in the <laughs> Japanese subculture. See, and uh, I can't even shovel that much bullshit. Jesus I can't even. Christ. I can't even. <laughs> no. Somebody be offended for this pe- for these people, please. Hurry, get get there. Oh, oh man. man! But anyway, yes, Are we you have the FBI agent, we, motherfucker. We, we. <laughs> This is Trust true. us, we'll hit on everything that could put us on a list. <laughs> oh. Y'all be careful. I got warrants, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put it that way and say, I sent him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know what? All I, can, I sent him. I sent him. <laughs> All I can think of right now is I think it was a 77, 78 movie with Gene Hackman called The Conversation. That's what I'm thinking of right now with this person in Washington, D.C. That's them listening to DB Radio. They are Gene Hackman from The Conversation. I don't know. I was thinking a little bit about Wag the Dog. (laughs) Wow. Maybe they're trying to figure out a way to leverage us into some kind of a secret black ops uh, uh, super s- secret squirrel spy mission to go uh to Russia and get the marine that should have been traded right for not the war, not the Lord of War, because <laughs> that well, motherfucker never. Well, see, released. the reason I thought about the conversation is because the character that Gene Hackman plays is he basically finds a way to invade your privacy and. Like people start dying, the people he's listening to starts dying. <laughs> you know, uh, like a, a certain uh, Clinton um, starts doing to people. Epstein didn't. Yeah. So, and I am not suicidal either. But I am not either. Uh, I might be fucked in the head, but um, <laughs> just so everybody's clear, we're right. none of us. None right. of us are polishing our ropes up, man. Exactly. That's so damn sure. But no, it's uh, it's been one more week. Uh, I don't know how much sleep I've gotten. Uh, I lost count because it wasn't much. Uh, (laughs) All my days meld in together. (laughs) Ain't that the fucking truth? Right. 
Oh, yeah. Work there's... on one day, you get off the next day. Shit, you don't even know what time it is. Fuck. Exactly. We don't know if Google is going to be here, everybody. Uh, so don't ask. Um, yeah, and that's one. <laughs> that is one of the rockabilly Japanese guys with the big hair that I was seeing. There's one where they got the hair dryer, and they were like blowing it and combing it. And I'm like, dude, come on, man, why are you styling your hair in the middle of the fucking parking lot? Like, come on. <laughs> <clears throat> oh Lord. Oh, anyway. So, what you guys looking forward to in the next coming weeks? Christmas and beer. Time to fuck off of work. <laughs> Christmas got, and beer. Well, I got one week left to, to five. I've got really five days. If people don't come to me with custom orders in the next five days, they ain't getting shit on time for Christmas. I have one order to finish. And then um not really looking forward to it, but I'm going to gut my shop, reorganize, consolidate. And uh yeah, so I've got that to look forward to. Yeah, we were uh, not looking forward to it, but I need to clean my shop. I was talking to my mom and the person who's moving back to North Carolina just the other day. And I was like, yeah, we need to get everything in my in my room organized so I can get back in the swing of doing shit. Because I've I just not been in the mindset and my nerves and my hands have been fucking with me and I've not been able to paint or put shit together. Um, not that it's been to the point where I'm like, I got Parkinson's disease. Like, it's not Michael J. Fox earthquaking, but, and I love Michael J. Fox, just so everybody's clear. I'm, I love that man. Uh, but, um, yeah, I've just not been able to do anything. We were talking, uh, what's today? Saturday, Thursday or Friday. And I was like, yeah, we need to get all this shit organized so I can get back into doing stuff. Cause I'm so far behind on projects and shit. And it's sad, man. It's sad. And I need a little extra dough. So. Yeah, I heard that. Well, get your hustle on. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's about. I've I've got to, uh, uh, I got to get, there's a list that I can uh, subscribe to that shows all the craft shows in North Carolina and what they cost and, you know, what a booth rental is and all that stuff. So I can start getting that shit in mind and try to come up with a game plan to hit some shows this year and maybe offset the costs of my uh, wood turning addiction. So, you know. Oh, that's... uh, I know what you literally do (laughs) with the way you said my wood turning addiction, you know, and the way that we think on this show. I mean, damn. That's where my mind went. I'm always looking for more tools, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I see the next shiny thing and I'm like, oh, I need that. I could guess what I could do with that, you know. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. It's you know, the miniature world is ever expanding, literally. So everything that comes out, I'm like, oh, dude, that would be great. exactly, <laughs> <All right>. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I, the miniature I, world is expanding. Bo's going to be building houses soon, full size, full scale. <laughs> so I seen some stuff the other day, and I was like, oh man, I've actually made some stuff like that to help me with the stuff I do. But now they have it where it's actually in production and it's like one whole piece and this, that, and the other. And I was like, I'm going to have to spend $40 and get one now because I, I don't need it, but it would make things easier. Right. Right? Yeah. My problem is like, uh, People like my urns. Like people want to buy my my my. Turn your head urns. towards your mic because it sounds like you're way I'm far facing, away. From it. <laughs> I'm right. I'm right in front of my microphone. Look straight at it. 
So turn my shit up, bitch. If I turn anyway, it up anymore, it's going to pop. I've already done that. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm right at it. Maybe <laughs> I need to turn down the noise cancellation bullshit. Probably. <laughs> um, but people like my urns and, uh, I like making them. They're, they're fun. I mean, it's not fun to make, but, but the, I, I enjoy the process, the process and experience. Yeah. And, um, the problem is hollowing is dangerous and it's difficult. And there are tools out there that would make it safe and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but they cost in a range between 200 and a thousand dollars. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, I really need to sell like four or five urns so that I have the money to buy a good secure. And the older I get, the more I realize that although I'm physically capable of doing it, it's beating the shit out of me. Yeah. You know, it hurt, it hurts. And, um, as much as I love doing hollow forms and stuff, that's the one thing I make that beats the crap out of me. And I just, it's not fun because it's not comfortable. Yeah. So my next big investment, as much as I really would like to save the money to get a bigger lathe, my next big, big investment is a hollowing system of some kind that'll make things a little less um, physically abusive because yeah, hollow, I've learned how not to get the catches and the real dangerous shit. But that doesn't change the fact that in order to do it in some kind of a safe manner, I have to apply more physical force for longer lengths of time than my failing shoulder surgeries are capable of maintaining, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, with you because I, my, my niche is 28 mil. And for those that don't know, that's like an inch, inch and a half tall. And it's getting to the point where just nerves breaking down over the years and all it's getting to the point where my hand can't steady itself for something that small. And I don't want to, but I'm going to have to move up to like 70, 75 mil. And I don't want to do that. Cause I'll, cause that's, that's the uh, action figure size territory. And I don't like to do that size. I want to do something smaller. That's more unique. And I was thinking, I was thinking the exact same way as you were the other day. I was like, this yeah. sucks. This sucks, man. <laughs> like getting old. Well, sucks. And then, I mean, there's the other side of it too, which is I've been enjoying turning some fairly small pieces, like within the two and three inch range, but not necessarily miniatures. Mm-hmm. But I could totally get into miniatures if I had smaller tools. And we're running the same problem. A mm-hmm. miniature hollowing tool is twice as what as twice as much as a standard hollowing tool because it's specialized. You, know? you ain't got to tell me, man. I know. Tools. Right. <laughs> Them thumb size tools, man. I know, right? Yeah, I've actually got a uh I've got a belt sander, but it's a miniature belt sander, right? And that motherfucker cost me two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Basically you can go to Harbor Freight and get a belt sander for fifty. Right. But doing what I do, I can't have something that fucking large. <laughs> I can't beat the shit out of my Harbor Freight belt sander. That thing will not die. I love it. Well, see, I've got a bigger one, but it's for larger miniatures. And what I mean by larger miniatures is like your buildings and shit like that. Whereas figures, I can't use that. <laughs> I have to use files and paper and, and then the, the little belt set. Like it's amazing the specialized tools which have been made over the years homemade but 
to make something work, to make it quote unquote flawless, if you will. You know, it's damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> to mainstream it. <sighs> but it's fun. It's it fun is. when you finally pull a piece. It's fun when you finally step away from a piece and you're like, if I keep going, I'm going to ruin it. So that has to be good. Yeah. Well, it's and like the- you start looking at it. You're like, no, that that's pretty fucking good. You know, well, it's never like- going to be happy with it. There's always something wrong. It's the two, like the two Harley Quinn bats that I made one for nevermore for her birthday. And one that I've yet to sell because two people have backed out on me. Um, both of them are completely unique and neither one of them are alike. Like they're completely different. And while I'm doing them, I'm like, ah, it needs a little more antiquing. It needs this. It needs that. And then one day I'm just like, no, it's done. Yeah. There's comes a point where you have to, you know, my, my little slogan on my t-shirt, just one more pass means put the bowl gouge down. Mm-hmm. It's got two meanings. When you're a new turner, you, you want to, it's got to be perfect. Just one more pass, just one more pass, and you end up going through the bottom. Yep. When you're an experienced turner, at some point you've got to put the bowl gouge down and say, okay, it's time to sand. Yeah. I, I, there's nothing else I can do. Now it's up to finishing process. There's right. just, you know, and, and, and it's applicable no matter what stage of experience you have. Mm-hmm. At some point you've got to realize you're either overdoing it or you can't do much more. Well, you know, you're at the stage where it's time to, it's just time. Well, another good example of me doing it, um, the back alley dumpster scene that I'd done a few years ago, I've got the, I've got the trash dumpster. I've got the bags of trash. I've got little broken crates. I've got a monster energy drink can and Coke can and Pepsi can that I I'd colored up and everything. And I've got the graffiti on the brick walls and all this. And I'm like, man, it needs something else. And the last thing I remember doing was pouring a little resin to give it that glisten of like it was a puddle. And I was like, I'm done. If I go any further, it's going to look yeah. too, too busy. Like it's yeah. just the amount of busy that you need in a back alley dumpster scene, right? Like, <laughs> but then you look at it a, a few years later and you're like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. <laughs> but that's the, that's the pros and cons of having creative, uh, a creative mind, right? Like you're never satisfied. You're always, you're always putting your work down, even though other people are, Oh man, it's so beautiful. And it is as fucking amazing work, but being the people we are, it's never good enough. That's why we, yeah. we have to keep going. We have to keep one up in ourselves, every single piece. There is no single piece that's, that's my greatest ever. No, the next one's my greatest ever. Like, <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. And well, and that's the other reason that I need to start doing shows is because I need to start selling enough that I can support purchasing rare woods and things so mm-hmm. that I can do more artistic pieces. Right. Shit that nobody will ever, I mean, I've got an artistic piece that I, I can't charge any less than $900 for. Because of how much work it was, it just yeah. it took me a long time to make. And mm-hmm. if I if I charge less than that, I wouldn't even pay myself back for half of the hours. Well, it's but, just like it's like I've got, and I'm not joking. This is without any work done to it right now. I've got 
right at 3500 worth of stock. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just base price. Yeah. And people don't realize the money we sink into it and then the work we put into it and then the process. Like, (laughs) Yeah, and I've got stuff. I mean, you know, I could crank out little six-inch catch-all bowls and and little lidded boxes and shit out of the woods that come from around here Mm -hmm. all day long. But if you want to get into something like, you know, some red Mallee Burl from Australia, Mm -hmm. Blackwood, Mahogany, uh, redwood from, or not redwood, uh, uh, red heart, um, yeah. purple heart exotics. I want to work with those things. Right. That shit's expensive. Yeah. Well, it's I like, mean, it's like the one piece that I have. It's purple heart wood. Mm-hmm. That bitch cost me 250 bucks. And it's, it's like the size of a hockey puck, man. Yeah. And this was years ago before you got into it, like really got into it. But I'm like, fuck. And that's me and you were talking about that with your work. You know, we were talking about the wood and the process and and all this because of the pricing and all. And you've got to take a lot into account. Rosewood. Rosewood is gorgeous. And if you look at around furniture made in (laughs) Thomasville around the turn of the last century, Mm -hmm. meaning 1900 era. Man, Rosewood, Rosewood was from uh, Honduras and Bolivia was just being used all the time. Yeah. And it was almost a, it, it, it was so used, it was so heavily used that it became ubiquitous and boring and they, then they looked for something else, right? Yeah. Well, now for me to get a Rosewood bowl blank, we're talking a $60 blank for us six inches across and three inches deep. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's almost worth going to garage sales and flea markets and finding that old furniture and buying a $30 piece because it's got $600 worth of fucking rosewood in it. Yeah. If I tear it apart and use it, you know, and, and it's I, just like, it's the same with some of my pieces. I've got a couple of pieces that are one-offs that'll never be made again. Right. And they're in the neighborhood of 150, 200 bucks a piece. And like you said, they're blanks. There's nothing done to yeah. them. They're just the yeah. pieces. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, it's, and, and it's weird because, you know, I had that big show last Saturday, which was wildly successful. I sold more in one day than I've sold in six months. Mm-hmm. And you know, what sold almost immediately without batting an eye was little between three and a half and four inch across walnut, uh, lidded boxes with a D and D dice logo laser engraved on the top dice boxes. Mm-hmm. 80 bucks a pop they sold one after another gone yeah well it's something simple right it's simple it can be used as a trinket it can be used as what its purpose is designed for it can be used for a number of things yeah but the yeah. price doesn't matter to people in that category in that community because they know you and you had to put time and work and effort and it takes a process to create it yeah yeah. And they were asking me about, well, can you make dice? And I'm like, well, yeah, I could, but you want to be able to afford them. Yeah. In order to, I can make dice on the lake, but a 20 sided die would probably take three full days worth of work. Well, I just, if I didn't fuck it up because the angles are so specific. And so, you know, I love the macabre. I have a lot of dark pieces. Um, and I, the, the artists and dice, me and you were talking about, uh-huh. I, I, they have a run of human boned dice and these human bones were used in medical 
scenarios and in medical schools and stuff like that. And some of them actually have the red and blue markings on them. And I missed their last run where they had, uh, I think it was called, uh, necromancy and they were made from animal bones. I missed that completely. And they had some beautiful darkened dice that I wanted and I couldn't get it. And I seen these and I was like, I've got to get it. Those die alone. 175. Yeah. Just the die alone. That's it. A set of dice. That's it. (laughs) 175. Like now you not being a fucking company and not doing this all the time, you're going to have to sell that for 275, 300. Well, yeah. I mean the, the amount of it, because it's not something where I've got jigs and everything set up, ready to go. I have to build everything. Well, not only that, it's taken away from the smaller pieces that you can sell quickly and makes you the the same amount, if not more, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what people don't well, take into account when they see these handmade objects or these well, handmade and, and, sculptures. And, and, or You know, another another thing. Uh, so I sold that big, uh, I don't know if you saw on, on my Facebook page, that big 14-inch uh, bread bowl. This yes. big walnut bowl. I went down to South Carolina to visit my buddy who has a really nice lathe. He's got a robust American beauty, which is hands down the nicest lathe on the market. Um, and so it's just a dream to get to go turn on that thing. Holy shit. That's like, that's like getting out of your Toyota, your busted ass Toyota SC5 pickup and jumping into a Mercedes Benz. It's like, whoa. <laughs> anyway, that, that bowl um, with my, my normal calculations is with by depth times three. And at that price, what was 14 and three quarter by five? Uh, no, thir- 13 and three quarters inches. So rounded up to 14 by five. I think it was 168 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Plus cost of materials. Well, it cost me a round trip to Pineville, South Carolina, or not Pineville, but right over the border, right? Right seven miles away from where Mrs. Fester lives. Um, so it cost me, you know, 80 bucks in gas. Uh, the wood, a, a 14 inch across walnut log. If you slice it up into one inch thick sections and price it on board foot on the market right now is $140 right. for a 14 by 14 by one slab <clears throat> times six and a half deep for the depth of the inches. It's $140 worth of wood. If you were going to go to a, a someplace and buy buy it slabbed out and then there's the time to turn it and the, you know yada 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 but what they don't see the lady that bought it what she didn't understand when she asked for a custom wood uh bread making bowl is that she wasn't buying a bowl she was buying my experience mm-hmm. i made my bread making bowl and she wanted to buy this for her daughter who uh, is really getting into baking and she's experimenting with sourdough and she wants to encourage her. And when I told her, yeah, it's going to be $300, I got silence and I was like, oh shit, she's not going to buy it. She's going to back out. But what she doesn't realize is she didn't just get a bowl. She got an experience. I designed a bowl with a very heavy bottom so that when you're kneading bread, it's not running away from you across the counter. Mm-hmm. I put a little lip on the outside of the bowl because if you've got a three or four pound loaf of bread and your hands are wet because you've been kneading and you want to pick up that bowl, if there's nothing to hang on to, you're going to drop it. I included extra finish. She wanted it finished with walnut oil, which I would normally never finish a bowl with. 
but it was by request. So I included some walnut oil in a hand-turned little vial with a stopper, and I included some walnut wax in a hand-turned lidded box so that they could maintain the finish themselves. And they weren't calling me every six months going, what do we do with this bowl? Oh, my God. They've got everything they need. Handwritten instructions, how to maintain your bowl. I don't just sell a bowl. I sell an experience. Yeah. So when I have custom orders like that, yeah, it costs more. And, and not only that, they wanted walnut. I much, I would much rather have made one out of cherry or maple. It's denser grain. So you have to take into consideration that kind of thing. That's not a normal wood for, for making bread in. It's, you should use maple or, or cherry. Yeah. So I'd take that into consideration the way I prepared the surface so that it would take the non-standard finishes. Um, but that's just it. I didn't sell them a chunk of wood. I sold them the entire experience, including my knowledge of making bread and what it, what I, what I want to use if I'm going to use a wooden bowl for me. Right. And, and when I explained all this to her, she goes, Oh, well, I understand the price now. Like she was going to argue with me. And I'm like, bitch, my price is 300. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, regardless. Well, another side of that oink, Miss Oink actually does that at a certain point of the year. She makes, uh, what are they called? What do you guys call them? They're just homemade stuffed animals. Well, those, oh, those Amy. things are wonderful. Yeah. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah. That's well, what no. she's at now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is she? Animals? Yeah. Good. And cool. she went uh, two Saturdays ago, and then this is the last one of the of the year for her as well. So nice. yeah, she's out doing that right now today. Well, yeah. That's and. Cool. And I don't know the prices you guys run, but I've seen people that lose their ever living mind over something. And hers are beautiful and they're cute. And most of them are pretty, pretty sizable. Right. And I would pay probably 30 bucks for it, 40 if, you know, on a good day. Right. And I've seen people lose their minds over that. And I'm like, she got a dollar. For every time somebody came by, I said, oh, those are so cute. Fuck, we'd be a millionaire. Yeah. You know, and I'm right. sure JJ experiences the same shit when he's out doing his show. Oh, that's beautiful. Great. Give me a buck. Shut yeah. Fuck up. You know, <laughs> that's all I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you're not at a flea market, right? You're you're not at exactly. a farmer's market. This is this not is your fucking garage sale, asshole. Yeah. This is your business. I mean, this is <laughs> this is your livelihood at the end of the day. This is. For lack of a better term, this is physical YouTube, right? Yep. I mean, it's it's physical Patreon. It's physical whatever the fuck you want to look at it as. Um, and and, and I, another thing is, well, I can go to Walmart and buy that for ten. We'll go fucking do it, and you know it ain't gonna be unique, but go for it, bub. Go right on ahead. Go buy that child labored fucking stuffed animal. Go right mm-hmm. for it. I'm not going to, but you go for it. But it's just like the other day I'd put up, you know, we had important news to get out, you know, subscribe to the newsletter. And dude was like, if it's so important, you should put the important news here. You guys are starting to turn. And I was like, do tell me how we're starting to turn. He hasn't responded yet. But what people don't understand is social media isn't as simple as let me make this post with all this shit in it. And you're going to see it because he wouldn't have seen it. Never would have seen it. You have to scroll through our fucking Facebook page of DV Radio to find it. That's how fucked algorithms are. <laughs> but my point with that is 
we we do a free service. If you want to donate or pay or buy something from the DV radio store, that helps us to continue easier, but it's not something that we require of anybody or anything like that. And the fact that, you know, people are, are so quick to judge a price point of something handmade because they can go buy it ready-made because it came off of the production assembly line in China or Mongolia or wherever the fuck Honduras, you know, it, it, it's a testament of the times we live in. I mean, 20, 30 years ago, you embrace that. You bought that without second thought. You would rather have something handmade than buying it off the fucking store shelf that 5 million other people could buy. Right. Like you, you have something unique that nobody else has, but. Well, another thing that people don't take into consideration, especially like with wooden balls. Oh, I can get those at, uh, I can get that at world market for 12 bucks. Go for mm-hmm. it. That was made in a sweatshop somewhere in Southeast Asia for why somebody with no safety equipment, yeah, including respirators, uh, working uh, at the threat of violence and making pennies a day to crank out 60 or 70 of the same thing over and over and over again. So sure, mm-hmm. go buy it at fucking World Market for $12. That's exactly why I said the child labor thing earlier about the stuffed yeah. animals, man. Yeah. It's, it's sad, really. It really is. I mean, what's valuable to you, volume or quality? Mm-hmm. And at this point in our society, where we've turned our back on blue-collar labor and our, our fucking have politicians saying we need immigrants because nobody's going to do those jobs, racist bullshit. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, as a society, we've turned our back on physical labor. So you've got a... a almost an elite class of craftspeople who still do things with integrity and nobody in society, very few people in society want to pay the price for that integrity anymore. Yeah. And that's, that's sad. That's it's sad that I'm working every day to improve my art, my technique, my craft. Everything I do was in goal of, well, how can I do this better? What can I do better? And nobody values that anymore. Yeah, that doesn't discourage me because I disagree with the fact that society would rather disposable than than uh, inheritable. I disagree with that. And I'm going to keep continue to make, um, you know, pieces that are going to be handed down generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Treasures. Yeah, we've got quilts wow. from the 1950s and 60s. <laughs> I'm not Shit, I've got a quilt from the 1920s in my house. And inside it, it was a quilt made in the 1920s to protect a quilt made in the 1800s. That's, that's awesome. inside of it. That's awesome. That's four or five generations. You know, I've got, uh, I mean, I've got a turkey platter that I thought, well, we talked about this right before Thanksgiving. I thought my grandma bought it. No, no, her grandma bought it. It, emigrated to America from Ireland. <laughs> it is actually like 150 or 160 years old. That's a family heirloom. That means more to me than the fact that, you know, that, that I mean, that to me is just 
a, a miracle that I have this heirloom that's been in my family for five or six generations. Right. How cool is that? Yeah. That's more important. I mean, I can buy a turkey. I can go to Walmart. I have a fucking Walmart. I've got two Walmart turkey platters mm-hmm. that I bought for 20 bucks, right? I don't use them. I use the heirloom. Yeah. Well, it's like the uh, the harmonica I bought. Uh, fuck. It was earlier this year. I think it was in like August. It's uh, one of Sonny, T- uh, Sonny Terry's harmonicas that he actually used. It's a B flat. And I had somebody be like, why did you buy that if you can't use it? I was like, I could use it if I absolutely wanted to, but it's a part of history. Like, you'll never see that again, first off. And it's it's got us where we are in music. Like, because I'm, I'm a big believer in, you know, music frees the mind and therapy and all that good shit. But I, I'm not going to say it was cheap, but it wasn't expensive. But the amount I spent on that, I could have bought like five harmonicas, you know, that I could sit here and yeah. play daily. Like no joke. It was, I'll, I'll be honest. It was, it was around 300 bucks. Not their most expensive Sonny Terry harmonica that they sold from his estate, <laughs> but it was up there. It was one of one of the most unique ones they had because it's one of the few left that he they know he played. And I'd rather, like you said, I'd rather have that than to have five harmonicas that I can play because if I didn't have it either. Somebody that's going to fuck it up is going to have it or it's going to get destroyed or it's not going to be seen by people. You know, like it's it's a part of history, man. It's a part of us today. <laughs> Sorry, the nostalgia thing. But anyway, speaking of harmonicas, man, when are you going to get the kit so I can make you that microphone? Uh, when I remember. <laughs> fucking slacker <laughs> I've just had so much going on man I keep I keep forgetting and uh, I need to get see that's what happens when you always shit your brains out you forget everything right well I need what we need to do is we need to get my case built because I've got a, a production case but it's not big enough to hold all three of my mics that I'm going to have when you make yours for me uh huh and plus my harmonicas. So we need to get that built so I can have that for the space for the third microphone. Cause now I've got the Boltini and I've got Jason Ritchie's Lone Wolf and the Lone Wolf is really long and I can't really fit it into this case without having to smash everything in there. <laughs> so. That's, There's that's, so much innuendo. And trust, trust me, I know. Jason would love that, probably. Um, I didn't like that, but I didn't want to show off my goodies. I want to show off my goodies. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah. But, um... You good? <laughs> you're not muted, we're not. <laughs> 
Four dogs having an argument. We're just going to end the show. <laughs> when we start. Um, but no. So um, sorry. My bad. No, you told you I wasn't sober anymore. Goddamn it! You're a brother, man. Anyway, no, but um, yeah, I scared us. As soon as I remember that to do that, I'm definitely going to do that because I do want the wooden mic, Boltini. Because I already got the the metal miniature Boltini, and then I've got the the lone wolf Jason Ritchie microphone, and and having a wooden one. They everybody's like, oh, it sounds the same as the Junior Boltini. No, you can tell a difference for me as an audiophile. You can hear a different resonant coming from that wood as opposed to the to the metal uh, casing of a, of a normal Boltini. Or the plastic in the uh, Jason Ritchie, but yeah, definitely we got to get on that. I just keep forgetting, man. <laughs> so much going yeah. on. Oh, yeah. I actually seen uh, some Yonbergs. They've got uh, Yonbergs are sold in America now, and uh, I seen one the other day that I won't. Dude, the price on that son bitch. It's like fucking wanting a side dale right now. There's another side dale that I want, and I'm like. I don't have $300 to spend on every harmonica that I fucking want because they sound so good. Like, <laughs> Shit, ain't nobody got $300. Well, I mean, very few people have $300 right now for anything. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. When I was buying harmonicas, getting my, getting my kit and everything started, they were expensive, but they weren't this expensive. I'm not going to lie, I've got a few grand in everything with the amp and the microphones and, and all that. Obviously, you're going to have a few grand put into it. But if I were to buy, if I were to do that all over again right now, it would probably be five or six grand. Not yeah. even joking, what I have right now. Yeah, inflation is fucking stupid. Stupid is an understatement. Oh, something funny happened to me at the gas station the other day, though. So, you know, uh, the idiot in charge is dumping our strategic oil reserve into the market, try to artificially deflate gas prices. When I went to fill up the other morning, um, I got Supreme for the same price as regular unleaded. I'm like, run 93 octane for a tank and clean my engine for no extra cost? I, I Why, yes, thank you. I don't know if they made a mistake or what, but I took advantage of it. Put some that was gas in that, that, that was one of those little Timmy moments. Yes, please, sir. May I have another? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. No, uh, but yeah, it's. Let's talk about the week. You want to talk about the week? Let's talk about the week. Um, we mentioned it. I think it was at the end of him being on Thursday uh, with the general. And we we basically gave our thoughts, but uh, prisoner swap. Fucking fuck. <laughs> Fucking fuck. <laughs> Fucking fuck. First well, of all, Brittany Griner's a dude. Wait, first off, first off, I need I need to mute out for a minute, but I need you to tell everybody what exactly is going on. You or Oink or War Dog, and then we'll talk about our thoughts. And I will be back in just a few minutes. Okay, so Brittany Griner is a WNBA player who went to Russia and had a cannabis product. I think, and honestly, I think it was CBD, which is completely legal in the United States, but any and all use of any marijuana products is completely illegal in Russia. So they arrested her. Um, so this week, uh, the moron in chief 
If you're listening, FBI agent, I'm talking about that slug Joe Biden who is illegally occupying the White House. Anyway, uh, traded uh, a arms dealer, a Russian arms dealer who was part of the basis of the character of Nicholas Cage's character in Lord of War um, for a WNBA player who kneels for the national anthem, says she, how much she hates America, and who knowingly broke the law in transporting a marijuana-based product or a cannabis-based product into Russia. And uh, there is currently a United States Marine veteran um, in custody in Russia for the same thing. He had some CBD gummies or something and got busted. And, and yeah, that was stupid. And you know what? Play stupid, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. However, if you're going to trade a terrorist whose entire existence is based on trading arms to be used against United States citizens for a criminal in Russia... I believe he was charged with espionage. Yeah, but uh, unfounded, yeah, unfounded. Yeah, but I think the, they got the the cannabis to stick. Yeah. Anyway, if you're going to make that trade, why trade for an irrelevant, a, a complete? I mean, it sucks that she's a U.S. citizen and she was in jail, but she also, at the same time, before she got arrested in Russia, thunder knows the United States said, "I hate this country." You know, was was of that of that ilk, and uh, but see, she puts all the checks in the boxes for pandering for the Biden administration. She is not white; she is female. She is in the LGBTQLMNOPXYZ community, so she fills all, she checks all the boxes: a minority, uh, you know, blah 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 blah, and so literally pandering. That's what it was. This, this swap was pandering and they released a fucking arms dealer. So every single politician in the United States who's involved in making this happen can never fucking talk about gun control again. Cause guess what? They fucking freed a merchant of death. Anyway, fucking morons. And the thing that everybody's yeah. latching on to right now to make it clear to everybody because we've seen this happen countless times in history and it's not just when somebody is being held uh, for lack of a better term captive but under the guise of being jailed as a prisoner in another country from America um, his family said oh this is great that America's done this and blah 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 that's what people are latching on to well his family agrees that it was a good thing let me tell you why they agree their kid is in a fucking country that is known to kill Americans just because they're having a bad day. You know, back like Germany Nazi days. That's basically what Russia is today. Um, if my kid was in another country that was equal to Russia and the president done the same bullshit and my kid was still stuck in Russia after this happened and I was asked to give a public statement... Sadly, I would have to agree with the family and say, this was great. I'm glad that America pulled her out of Russia and got her back on American soil. The reason being is because the likelihood of after you saying, well, this is fucked. Why didn't you get my son when you got this girl or whatever the fuck you want to call her back? 
the likelihood of something happening to my child after blasting the president for that trade is increasingly higher. It's probably in the 70 to 95% range. I'm not even joking. Like something happening to him, if they'd said something negative about this, probably would have happened within a few days, if not a month, just to give it time. Cause you know, we don't want to have connections or anything, but that's 99% most likely why they are saying, Oh, this is great. We're glad it happened. Blah, 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 blah. I'm well, not saying it's thing that they're, that, that the left is latching on to. He's been in prison in Russia since 2018 and mm-hmm. Trump could have done something about it. Yeah. yeah. Putin asked for the Lord of war back and Trump was like, that's a bogus deal. Hell no. Yeah. Trump refused to trade a fucking war criminal mm-hmm. for somebody who was in jail for marijuana. And honestly, because I don't blame him, and I don't think the yeah. family blames. I don't think anybody blames him for turning that down. Because oh, but they're latching onto it because there's so right, much backlash about right. Biden doing it. Well, Trump threw the opportunity, yeah, right. and Trump saw it was a fucking bogus deal, and it was. It yeah. most de- it bullshit, was it's yeah bullshit it, trade. It was the it was the equivalent of you know your child said I don't want candy, but can you give me ice cream for breakfast? And you're going yeah yeah. The ice cream's well, totally you know, different. <laughs> what's funny is the is the the the, to, the ending scene or scenes of Lord of War. So it's toward the end, Nicolas Cage is in custody. Yep, and he's sitting there, and this FBI agent is railing on him, and he's sitting there, and he's just smiling, and he goes, "Any moment now, that phone's going to ring, and somebody who you answer to is going to tell you to release me." Yep. And the guy's like, that's never going to happen. And and it wasn't, and it didn't. No. Gong, 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 gong. Somebody knocks on the door and there's fucking general in full uniform. I didn't speak to you in the hallway. And mm-hmm. sure enough, next scene, Nicholas Cage walking out free as a bird. And that, how is that not exactly what happened with the actual Lord of War? Yeah. Basically, he knew he was going to get released. He just had to wait until there was a regime in weak enough to fucking fold to the pressure from, from Putin, from Russians. Yeah. Uh, it's just, oh, it's fucking disgusting. I am, listen, FBI agent, I know you're still fucking listening. <laughs> I love America. I love the people of this nation. But everybody holding office can go fucking jump off a fucking cliff with their fucking asses on fire because you are all traitors to the Constitution of the United States. Now, come kick my door in, bitch. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was about Lord of War. It was Victor. Was that the dude's name? The real it, guy? Yeah. I think he played Yuri oh in God. the movie, but I think the yeah, real Yuri, name was Victor. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a well, real I mean, dude. <laughs> yeah, basic. I mean, the character was based. I mean, this guy and a couple of other. It was based. It's on. it's Hollywood based, but yeah, yeah. it was the but real Lord of War. Any, yeah, if you could point at any one individual and say it was him, it was the guy that we just fucking gave back to Russia. Yeah. Which, by the way, the funny thing is the Babylon Bee just posted a headline that uh, Biden's asking for fifty million dollars to hunt for. Uh, uh, to give to Ukraine to hunt for an uh, arms dealer, <laughs> a Russian arms dealer who just got back into circulation. Right. Well, I, I have a feeling. And it's uh, funny because it's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're going to see that. Oh, we've got to hunt down this arms dealer who's providing weapons to Russians against Ukraine, and we got to give them more money. It's fucking coming. Well, let me ask this, War Dog Oink, what are your thoughts? I, no, I think it's just, I think it's just sad. This is the only WNBA trade that's actually made headlines. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> No, I think it's a crock of shit. I really do. I mean, how can you trade somebody, like you said, you know, Trump had the same uh, chance to trade, you know, and, and knew that it was a bad trade. This this is even fucking more horrific and, and ridiculous than the trade that Trump was offered. I mean, come on. Really? Mm-hmm. What about you, uh, Wardog? Yeah, I agree, man. Victor Boot for Brittany Griner is not a, an even a fair trade at all on any level. I mean, just the fact that, you know, a movie was made about him and, uh, you know, all of his deeds uh, compared to the country bashing that uh, Brittany Griner was um, responsible for. um, I see no, you know, equivalent like justice, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't like people down in America, especially Americans. That doesn't mean that you should be held accountable as far as, oh, you can't do that or whatever. We're not trying to cancel these people. That's that's not our agenda. Um, if she wants to, you know, fuck America and kneel and all that, we'll bitch about it. She'll do it. And, you know, we'll, we'll eat our bacon and smoke marble reds and drink whiskey and fuck you too. But, uh, the fact that she lambasted America broke laws of another country blatantly broke laws because it's, it's readily written. You cannot bring any cannabis substance into this or that country. She knew she was breaking the law. And then America, will you help me? I know I put you down. I know I hate you, but please help me. And then we have a man who served his country, America, gets put in prison, and the president's like, oh, fuck you too, man. We're going to pull this this person that hates America because it follows our narrative. Well, shit, he fucking gave all service members a fuck you in Afghanistan anyway, so why why should this be any different? And, you know, again, I've said it before. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We're not here to tell you who you should support and who you shouldn't support, you know, more power to you for whomever you do. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're sitting there saying, Oh yes, praise thee be biting. You're a fucking twit. You're a twat. You're a cunt. You're an idiot. You're a dumbass. You're a fucking low life trash eating piece of shit. Like you are, it's, there's no two ways about it. Am I saying she should pull 15 years for having cannabis? No. Am I saying that she deserved to be in prison? Yeah. She broke the fucking law. Do I agree with the law? Fuck no. She broke the law. But on the same. In Singapore, Singapore, she'd been fucking, you know, hung by now. Yeah. She'd she hanged right away. It doesn't matter who she is, what color of the skin she has. It doesn't matter. The fact that we praise her when she downs America instead of 
a man who praised America, not, and we're not saying he praised America as far as politics and shit. Hell, most of us don't agree with 99% of the politics and justice system in this country. It's not that that we signed up for. It's the people. It's, it's our, it's our heritage, our traditions. It's, it's the country. It's the freedoms. The fact that anybody praises what just happened tells me a lot about you. It really, honestly, truthfully does. And I, I have no remorse for anything that happens to you. <laughs> it's all I'll say. <laughs> what, it, what it tells me is if things get to where things look like they're going, you're going to be the one starving in the cities while we're out here surviving because we know how to take care of ourselves. <laughs> but, just saying. but that's never going to happen. Yeah, well, <laughs> keep pushing, bitches. That's right. Anyway. What does it say? What does it say that a pro female basketball player is released before Marine? What does that say? Exactly. About us. Exactly. Yep. And, and again, I mean, you got to admit, you have to admit, this is the most exposure. And I'm not trying to make a joke, even though it's partly joke to some people. This is the most exposure the WNBA has ever had. It yep. truly is. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't know any woman in my life that was into sports that went, Oh, I love women's basketball. Most of them didn't because it's boring. And I hate using that word. I really fucking despise that word. I absolutely hate it. I've tried to, I tried to watch it when I was younger. I hated it. It's just, it's not that adrenaline junkie sports. It's, it's not. I mean, and I'm not dry, bro. It is. It really is. It really is. And people are like, well, we got testosterone. Uh, no, women got testosterone. Trust me. I, I know some women that's got some testosterone. Have you heard Brittany Quire speak? Yes, they do. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> but on that, deeper than mine. Yeah. But on that same <laughs> token, if, if you ain't never watched the WNBA and you're saying, oh, pull for the WNBA, you are the biggest fucking piece of shit hypocrite I've ever known. And I don't want to know you. I hate hypocrites. <laughs> Point blank in the, in the discussion. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, um, I guess Google's not coming on tonight. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> oh, shit. What was your first clue? <laughs> um, what are you guys uh, planning on for Christmas? Any plans yet? Bourbon. <laughs> Any family pans or and we say Jack and Daniels. <laughs> I'm gonna need some because I'll have the outlaws over. <laughs> oh, oh. Shit. Although, yeah. like you said Thursday, at least you know, at least the outlaws are wanted. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> and for those wondering where that show is, it will probably go up. Tuesday, because I, I try to take Sunday and Monday off to recuperate from the week, but uh, <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, sometime. Uh, but yeah, fucking Christmas is literally around the corner. It's what, two weeks and a day, two weeks and a wake up from today. Like shit, uh, man. You know, they say the order you get, they say the order you get, the faster life goes by. I'm going to tell you this week, just fucking, or this year, just fucking bleak. Man, and it's gone. Like, fuck. Yeah, it seems like yesterday I bought a house, you know? It seems like yesterday, you know, we were like, what's Trump going to say today? <laughs> 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 I 
Because I'm going to tell you, if you're not, look, folks, if you are not following Twitter, if you're not on Twitter, if you're not following the information dumps that Elon Musk is doing, holy fuck. Actually, speaking of Twitter, before you go anywhere, because I just remembered, I said a few weeks ago and we talked about this uh, pretty much at extent, but it wasn't a long drawn out conversation. I said, because everybody was bitching about Twitter's check marks is $8. I said, if it got rid of the child sexual exploitation and the porn revenge porn or whatever the fuck they call it. I would gladly pay $8 a month and we wouldn't need a blue chat mark, but they probably going to give it to us. I think my point's been made. Yeah. Because, and and we've said it was a criminal platform from day one. What was it? The tweet that Elon put out. It's a something, something for platform. Twitter Twitter is a, uh, 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 Twitter is both a social platform and a crime scene. Exactly. And, uh, and Twitter referring to child pornography and blatant election interference from the company and the government. And, and you know, Twitter was founded in 06. So 16 years ago, it was founded. In mm-hmm. 16 years, they could not do nothing about this child sexual exploitation in less than a month of buying and finalizing the deal. Elon Elon has started making shit be heard, turned around, getting people fucked over as far as what they're doing, child sexual exploitation wise. And he's made a difference and you can, you can hate Elon all you want. You can fucking hate his guts, but if you're one of those people that jumps on these bandwagons, oh my God, Twitter is a dumpster fire. Let's leave. Twitter should be shut down. But yet, but yet, for the last couple years we've been talking about it and you ain't said a word. You can fuck your shit right out of my life. <laughs> Simple as that. And I've actually been thinking about buying the Twitter thing for eight dollars yeah. a month. I'm thinking about the fucking eight dollars a month. Yeah, hell yeah. I don't care about the check mark. Speech. Yeah, I don't care about the check. Yeah, mark. me either. It's it's what Elon's it's, doing. Yeah, and I I, and you know I said if and, he and, done it, I would pay it. And you know, there's things I don't like about Elon Musk. Elon Musk is certainly uh, not. Um, He's not a saint. No, not a saint at all. But he understands the importance of actual free speech of the First Amendment. Why the First Amendment was written. And he and he bought that company and came in and looked around and said, "Well, this is not what this should be. This should be a public square. This should be full discourse." Because guess what? You know what? I want to know what the neo Nazis are saying. Why? Because if they're allowed to say it, then we know who they are, Mm -hmm. and we know who to watch, and we know what they're thinking and what they're planning. Well, too, if you're one of those people that's jumping on Jack Dorsey's bandwagon, too, well, he tried to do something about it because he wrote some emails. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah. I mean, that's all I need to say. And he's he's trying to claim he didn't understand, that he didn't know that this was going on. It was... No, you, you fucking that's bullshit. That's complete utter bullshit. Hell, I even know it for was a your fact. Your job to know. 
Well, not only that, I know for a fact that when Eliza was on Twitter and I started paying attention and following her, she was tweeting at him this bullshit that was going on in Twitter. He never once gave her the time of day, to my knowledge. If he did, I do apologize for saying that he didn't. But to my knowledge, he never did. Now, all of a sudden, she's having Twitter spaces. Elon's joining in, and I don't think Jack joined in on the space. But Jack had some words to say when Elon was like, it's true. This is, there's nothing has been done about it. And then Jack's like, this is not true. For years, I made emails to the staff. Well, if your staff wasn't following what you demanded of them, why the fuck did you keep them as staff? Yeah. That's just it. There's all kinds of excuses when really, if they weren't doing what they should have been doing, they weren't protecting minors. If they weren't, you know, dealing with this, uh, you should have fucking fired him. Yeah. And got somebody who would. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing, you know, that they should have fired them and hired somebody who would do the job they were hired to do. Yep. And there, which this is what's called accountability. Right. And see, this is in microcosm. We're seeing in Twitter what the macrocosm, the societal lack of accountability in the America, in America. And the lack of accountability in American society, we are seeing be exploded in microcosm in Twitter. And we're seeing, and, and, and everybody who supports the not having to be responsible for your own self and your own actions is screaming bloody murder because all of a sudden all these radicals are talking out again. These radical far right domestic terrorists. No, they're just people who are conservative who believe that you should be held responsible for your actions and are tired of being silenced for speaking the truth. Right. It's not, it's not, look, it wasn't radical two years ago when I said on Facebook, the vaccines are dangerous. And now we're seeing evidence that, gee, the vaccine do cause heart problems. The vaccine does cause blood clot issues, you know. The fucking coronavirus vaccine is deadlier than the goddamn virus, which people who could pick up a little, you know, a little handheld computer and do a little bit of reading and digging. All that knowledge was public. All it was all public knowledge. We pulled up the reports and we showed and we said, hey, why did they stop gain function research in animals? Because all the animals died. But now they're fucking injecting people with this kind of this, you know, this uh, mRNA shit when they stopped the research. Because it was killing all the animals, but now it's saving everybody's life. What? I'm going to tell you a funny headline I'm looking at right now. The New York Times has a headline. New York Times Union starts one day strike. (laughs) (laughs) Negotiators for the company and the union, which represents most of the newsroom, have failed to come to an agreement on salaries, health and retirement benefits and other issues. I'm not saying, you know, it's woke versus woke or anything, but <laughs> Yeah, what yeah, well, but that's just that's something too though, is that the left I've been saying this for a couple of years. The, the this woke ideology, the left is eating itself. Yeah. It, it's really a competition. It's it's twofold. It's how to outwoke one another and how to uh and who's the uh Who's the more oppressed? It's the uh, victimhood Olympics. Yeah. Who's the, who's the bigger victim? And they're fighting over that. They're fighting over either, you know, who's more woke than who or who's more oppressed than who. 
Mm-hmm. And at these oppression Olympics, I mean, it, and, and us far right leaning radical, uh, uh, conservative nut wings are like looking at this and going, y'all stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. Why are you doing this? This is just dumb. It reminds me of uh, yourselves. You're destroying yourselves for what? Exactly. It, it reminds me of the Yerberus, the snake eating itself symbol. Yep. 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 That's, that's what it reminds me of. That's exactly what it is. Oh, they are destroying themselves. It, which comes from the Greek word. I can't pronounce it. It's it's basically the same word. Your your Boris, uh devouring or, itself. Or Rob, its tail. Or Robros or or, or, or Yeah, the I, the, 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 uh, the Norse had a, had a version called. Uh, God, that's really funny because at the event I asked the guy who speaks Norse what what the Norse version was, and he told me, and I can't remember it. Is it the one that starts with a B? Maybe, but it's the same thing. It's a serpent eating its own tail. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's to eat up, eat up, devour, eat eat its, but devour it's, its tail. Serpent, it wraps around the world, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. what holds the whole planet together. Is a serpent yeah. eating its own tail, at least in the Norse mythology. Yeah, but yeah, that's 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 what all this reminds me of, to be honest with you. Well, and the problem, and see, you know, in a lot of ways, whether you like him as a person or not, Donald Trump fucking shined up, fucking super bright halogen LED fucking flashlight on the corruption in in our government. Yeah, and you know, the most corrupt are the ones who screamed orange mad are still screaming orange man bad the loudest well you know I've, I've said it before and i'll say it again he was the closest to blue collar as president mm-hmm. that we'll ever have in our generation yep and i'm sorry but he might have been a better president than ronald reagan at least at least it's at least for things that's going on at the time right like yeah yeah because you have to take into account what's going on too um yeah. for that generation technology wise, all that good stuff. I mean, if Ronald Reagan had social media back then, he would have known that some dumbass is going to try and kill him twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and, and I'll never for uh, every time I see it, I love it when he's given that speech outside and that balloon goes yeah. up. You miss me. Miss me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Teddy Roosevelt, man. That, that shit that's right old there. school president right there. Miss me. Uh, it's just, and you can hear it. it's loud as fuck. That balloon. Boom. Yeah. Night mayhem and mayhem. Um, <laughs> we do yeah, hope you enjoyed the show. Mirrors mayhem. And you guys have a great weekend. Elon Musk tweeted, uh, tweet, tweeted, 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 Twitter is both a social media company and a crime scene. And Tom Fitton from uh, Judicial Watch says, will the Biden DOJ investigate serious evidence of unlawful acts by presidential or by political acts, no. activists at Twitter? Uh, no, they won't. they won't. Even if they did, it wouldn't be a real investigation, right? We've seen well, their no, investigations. How can, yeah, how can they investigate themselves and not and it not come out positive? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, I mean. That's why I never understood military tribunals. Uh huh. Because you know commands can't investigate themselves. They're they're always going to find a way to fucking weasel out of of accountability. Yeah. This isn't I mean, the IA in a police department. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's right down. I mean, but it's. I mean, 
you look, we experience this in the VA, veterans who use the VA. We know exactly how this goes. Mm-hmm. You take a complaint to the fucking IG, they go back and investigate themselves, their own VA, and they're going to find some excuse or reason. I mean, I have seen this personally. Mm-hmm. I've seen it personally. Or they find some bureaucratic way to fucking avoid the subject altogether. I've seen it multiple email. Uh, yeah, I've seen it multiple times at the hospital in Mount Airy. Yeah. Multiple times. I put in uh, requests years ago uh, anonymously, and it came back that, you know, this doctor has a great record and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? This motherfucker tried to kill me, essentially. Like, no. No, I mean, I've, I've mean, something simple is, is in my advocacy for, for uh, veterans who handle service dogs. There's a, there is a VA in West Virginia, and I always can't remember the name, who is running an illegal service dog registry. Illegal. It's completely blatantly against VA regulations. When uh, we went to uh, the veteran who I was helping and I, we went to the IG for the region. He investigated the wrong VHA directive. We told him they were violating VHA Directive 1188. He investigated how they're handling VHA Directive 1133, which is the providing of uh, automatic um, monitoring equipment for diabetics. And said they're uh-huh. doing everything just right. Because he didn't read the fucking complaint and investigate the right thing. They found a bureaucratic way to avoid the issue because they know they're breaking the law. It's just blatant. I mean, and what, is the veteran, what resources does the veteran have? What can yeah. we do? Trump at least put up a fucking uh, uh, VA call line, which sort of did something, you know. Yeah. For a little while, but gee, as soon as he was out of office, where's the VA 1-800 call line number? Anybody heard anything about that since Trump left office? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost sounds. as if fucking <laughs> Biden doesn't care about United States service members or veterans. Well, come yeah. on now. I mean, I said that out loud, com- FBI agent. Come kick his, my fucking door down. Yeah, his Cacklin's second in command flew through here, and oh. Chief strictly put out that they did not want to see any military presence. Bitch, you're landing on a military base. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? President of the United States of America, and you don't want the military present on an Air Force base? Yeah. Nope. She just wanted to refuel and go. Don't want to see the help. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that. Anyway, Dude, but that, that's you just touched on it. We have now this political elite class, and the rest of us are fucking peons. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Every single instance in history, in every society, in the history of the world, the peons rise up and kill the fucking elite class. Yep. Every single one. Well, I do got some new good news. New good news. We do have at the end of this month starting, well, actually, it'll probably start uh, on January 1st, which is a Sunday of 2023. We have new designs uh, starting that will start to roll out. Uh, We don't know how far in between each design uh, the new designs will come out yet. But we got everything from bumper stickers to literally new designs. the rocket line will be non-existent uh, come December 
31st at midnight. So if you want any of that, you need to head over there and get all that stuff. Um, what else is happening at the store? Oh, all the Christmas stuff will be gone at the end of this month. Um, I think that's all as far as what's leaving and what's staying and what's coming and what's going. And if you don't shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we got that going on. Uh, am I missing anything for the store? Anybody? Not that I can think of. I don't know when our next promo will be. We don't have, uh, we don't have that news yet. Uh, I do know that we have no more promos for the this year. Uh, so you, if you missed out on that, you shit out a lot more fire. Uh, the best way, honestly, to keep up with news uh, that we can't, you know, push into this one two hour block each week uh, is to sign up to the newsletter. Um, we try not to spam you. We try to do one or two a week or one every week or something like that. Uh, update you on DV radio stuff, farm affinity, uh, JJ, Betsy, uh, word uh, anything that we can put in there that we know is going on. We will drop in there. Uh, thank you for that. Oink. I was just about to mention that. <laughs> uh, we have the pampered chef from Betsy going on to the end of this month and it's, uh, the proceeds are going to the DV farm. So if you need anything for your kitchen, uh, utensils or just little knickknacks or whatever, or you want to get some gifts for, uh, for your friends and family, head over there to the pamperedchef.com, uh, URL that is provided by Betsy. They have all kinds of stuff from cookware to bakeware, kitchen, kitchen tools, uh, little appliances, big appliances. Um, I think they have some stuff for your pantries, like spices and things of that nature. Um, we have quite a few things here at my house that, uh, come from, uh, came from Pampered Chef. Um, yeah. So great calls all around. I'm about to have a bird for supper. <laughs> Been good all goddamn day, man. Till now. Yep. So, I'm burnt out. How about yeah. you guys? <laughs> You're pretty worn out, yeah. My soberness wore off. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I tell you what. Let's do this. Last thoughts for the night for our listeners, Wardog. Hey, if you happen to uh, run into any mental crisis, please remember to dial 988. All right. Um, if you can't remember or don't have access to the entire VA crisis hotline, remember the digits nine eight eight are available. Salute. Hundred percent. JJ. Uh, I don't know, man. It's been a it's been a long week, and I'm still recovering from last weekend, and I got I got one more project to do, and then uh, yeah, that's kind of cruising unless I get some orders. So I'm going to spend a little time doing a little networking and, and just, you know what? That's, that's what I have to say is look, reach out, man. It was so cool to go visit my buddy Friday. And I got another buddy who was 20 minutes away from me. 
who I haven't gone to his shop yet and hung out and he needs to come to my shop because he wants to learn his journeys. Reach out and make those connections. Go hang out with those, you know, buddies that you haven't seen in three years because of whatever. Go, just go be a human being. Get out of your house. Get off my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Oink, what about you, brother? Uh, as always, if you need somebody to talk to and reach out, head over to objectivezero.org and check those folks out. There's an ambassador standing by 24-7 willing to listen to you and help you through whatever crisis you're going on. And, of course, if uh, they can't help you, they will refer you to other agencies that can. So, again, they are a great resource to have in your back pocket. Objectivezero.org. Check them out. Don't forget, you still can buy Battlegrounds, which is DV Radio's blend of coffee from euborracoffee.com it would mean a lot to us it would mean a lot to eubora while you're over there and check out the fucking coffee it is it really is it's the only coffee that i can drink because i've got Crohn's and i've tried many coffee uh companies over the years and i i can't i cannot drink any of them it, it fucks with my Crohn's, which is it's one of the few things that does fuck with my Crohn's is, is coffee um but eubora is honestly the only coffee i can drink i'm not saying that because you know they, they sponsor us and, and, and they sell our blend of coffee, but it's true. Before they even started selling our coffee, it's the only coffee I could drink. Um, so go check them out, grab some coffee. Um, and a bar soap co. Yep. Uh, wash your ass with freedom. I was going to say, if you want to find out more about companies, organizations, nonprofits that we support, Go to dvradio.net and click on DVR family. You can find every, every person, uh, that we support as far as family wise. We've got, uh, Betsy and Affinity and K bar and hard luck and all them over there. Click on their image and you'll be taken to their website. Um, and whether it's the holidays or it's, you know, July or June or fucking middle of April, it doesn't matter. Uh, if somebody needs a helping hand, whether they need a few dollars or they need to help moving or they need somebody to talk to or, or whatever, be that person. Seriously. I mean, you would be surprised at the life change that just being there for somebody could be. And you could be that that one change that they need. You really could be. Um, objective zero. If you need to reach out, reach out to any of us. If you need to info at dvradio.net, oink at dvradio.net, PTS dog at dvradio.net. What is yours? Uh, word all. Cause I never can remember it. <laughs> uh, it's info at sergeant war dog tv.com, but I know that won't be remembered if they're not sober. <laughs> Like I am not sober. <laughs> we do have Sergeant Wardog's links in the pod te- podcast description, so you can go check out all his stuff as well as Betsy Ross and a few others. Uh, and don't forget the Backpacks for Life fundraiser, uh, please. We need to do that and Change Unchained. If you can buy DV against DV merch, please do so. It would mean a lot to us to help Change Unchained. I've got nothing else. I'm burnt the fuck out. We need to end this show before all of us start snoozing here on air. And pulling an oink. But you have just Hi. heard Barracks talk right here on WDBRDBRadio.net for PTS Dog, JJ, Sergeant War Dog, and Oink. I'm Bonnerwood. Until next week, Futsicles. Bye bye.
Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.